Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Good morning, happy Saturday. Jimmy Williams with Mark Redding still filling in for Paul Hazelby, taking the longest holiday he can Mark Reddings, great to see you on this Saturday morning. Hello, Jimmy. Great to be here. Yes, Paul Hazelby still pulling crabs somewhere in WA, but doing very little work. So I'm happy to jump into the chair and a bit to talk about in the world of sport. Plenty of breaking news. Imagine the best DM breaker, the world's best rock breakers. Skeet, what have you heard? Well, what have I heard? What have I seen? Mm. Uh, It is a fantastic milestone pending for Rafael Nadal as he approaches that record 21 Grand Slams, having beaten Matteo Berrettini uh, in the semifinals. So it's amazing. I wonder what Novak Djokovic will be thinking on the other side of the world. That's exactly what I was just about to say to you, Skeet. What a dramatic Australian Open. And he'll be watching that one, you would think, with with keen interest because of all these rule changes that are going to go ahead with more majors, this is just a massive chance for Rafael Nadal. And, gee, what a, what a chance for him. And I, I sort of predicted that he would probably get this far, but it's going to be a tough match for him. I still think the crowd will be enormously in support of Rafa mm. on Sunday. And that's going to be terrific because he is well-loved. Uh, I think he and Roger Federer are, are close, and he may have a good relationship with Novak Djokovic as well. What I think will be telling to see is if uh, Rafa does get that title on Sunday, whether there's a tweet, whether there's a message mm. from Novak, and I think he will. I think there'll be people behind the scenes saying, be the big man here and and deliver a touching tribute, which I think he will, as hard as it might be, deep inside. Plenty of other breaking news around as well, Skeet, and relating to both the AFL and the AFLW. Yes, uh, sad news for Fremantle midfielder Luke Valenti has called time on his injury-interrupted AFL career. Of course, he was taken in the 2018 National Draft at pick 32, but he's had about three years battling groin issues, uh, hasn't really been able to get to the fitness required to play AFL footy, and that's a sad loss for the Dockers, but also Luke Valenti, because his name has always been mentioned as someone we'd like to see play at that level, but his body has not allowed him. Yeah, it's a shame for Luke. Uh, Obviously, he was given Matthew Pavlich his number 29, so obviously those at the club felt like when they drafted him that he was a player that had enormous potential. It's it's very sad, but unfortunately, that is the AFL industry. And what's even more scary is happening probably in the AFLW for our West Coast Eagles girls. Absolutely. Uh, a couple of matches now postponed because of COVID. They've had an outbreak in the camp. So it just remains to be seen how serious that is, how long term that means their uh, matches will be put on hold because uh, the season's going to be condensed. There's going to be some real juggling by the AFLW. Uh, that's so much in contrast to what the Fremantle Dockers have dished up over the past week with a fantastic win over Collingwood, top of the table, cannot put a foot wrong. The AFLW Dockers, we're going to speak to Ange Stanner or replay her interview a little bit later on. But I wanted to ask you, Skeet, gee, condensed fixture, 
How do you reckon you'd go pulling up four days between games? This isn't the NBA. These are pl- these are girls and women playing hard, tough footy. The Dockers play Thursday night. They've got to back up on Tuesday. It'd be tough. No doubt about that. Look, we do see it sometimes in rugby league. We've seen it occasionally during COVID with the AFL. What it means is your squad has to be used. Rotations have to be used mm. with a great degree of discretion. And that will be the case uh, not only for Trent Cooper or all the other AFLW teams that are having to rejig their schedule simply because COVID is having the final say on many matches. It certainly is, Skeet. Imagine the best DM Breaker distributors of the world's best rock breakers, dmbreaker.com.au. Mark Redding's filling in for Paul Hazelby, me, Jimmy Williams, on this Saturday morning. Great to have your company. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Happy Saturday, Jimmy Williams and Mark Reddings filling in for Paul Hazelby off the bench. Kia, the super fast charging all electric Kia EV6 and the tennis is what has got our tongues wagging this week because the Australian Open is in full flight and the two men that have got everybody talking are Nick Kyrgios and Tanasi Kokonakis. Oh, the special Ks, they're into the <laughs> final of the men's doubles. Yeah, they're doing it with a fair bit of pizzazz and of course it's an all-Australian affair in the men's doubles. Interesting to see which way the crowd leans on the weekend whether it's going to be Purcell and Ebden Matty Ebden from WA, who's got a story of his own to tell. I'll uh, touch on that in just a moment, but it's hard to go past Kyrgios and Kokonakis, what they've done for the game and the crowds. So, look, I always like the underdog. I'm hoping Matty Ebden, being a West Aussie, he was born in South Africa, but essentially raised in WA, that he can get the job done. But essentially, it's a really good event, a tournament for Australia in general, because tennis, uh, uh, by and large, in this country, particularly at our own Grand Slam event, has been a bit skinny for local representation. And we touched on it in the first segment of the show, Skeet, but what a great distraction this is for the Australian Open that we've got an all-Aussie doubles final after all of the drama that Novak Djokovic brought at the start of the summer with Nick Kyrgios, the, the, the bad boy. You know, everyone loves to hate him. It'll be interesting to see how the crowd behaves, won't it? Absolutely. And look, the, the subplot to this is Matty Ebden, who is going to try and get back to WA. In fact, he's going to catch the first plane the next morning after the doubles final. He needs to get back here to the West because his uh, partner, his wife, is due to give birth to wow. their son, uh, Feb 14. Now, we know the border restrictions and, and quarantine uh, scenario is just in the mix of changing from 14 mm-hmm. days to seven. So if that applies to, to Matt Ebden in the seven days sense, then he should be able to get back for the birth of his son. If not, it's going to be awfully difficult for him in hotel quarantine, for instance. So that's at the back of his mind. Hopefully for him, it's a double celebration a Grand Slam title and back to be at the birth of his son. So many people out of place, of course, with COVID restrictions in the border. But one lady who is putting all that aside is the great Ash Barty. What a star this young woman is. Let's not forget she played in the BBL. She's through to the final. And has done it with consummate ease. I think six straight matches, straight sets. It's been, if you're trying to reserve fuel and make it as economical as possible, Ash Barty has done that. And watch some of her matches. She hasn't been blowing her mm-hmm opponents off the court with her amazing stroke play. She's just so consistent, so calm, makes the right decisions at the right time. Uh, look, it's I don't want to put the mock on her because she is going to face a fair bit of pressure. The final, everyone expects her to win, but she looks to have the demeanour to get across the line. Her opponent, by the way, has a story 
of her own. Yeah, she does, Skeet. Danielle Collins dates the son of an AFL Brownlow medalist, Paul Couch, would you believe? And, of course, uh, Paul Ruse's son also dates an American tennis player in Anna Samova. So plenty going on there. Yeah, so a strong AFL connection on that front. And, well, you'd have to say that Danielle Collins, it's going to be tough for her to beat Ash Barty, but she's shown pretty good form to get through to the final, and she's going to make Ash Barty, I suspect, work for every point on tonight. No finals ever easy in Skeet. It was a sad farewell for one of our Australian greats. In fact, the Australian of the year, Dylan Alcott, didn't get the result he wanted on court, but the emotional scenes of his speech after the match and his press conference and taking a beer in one of his interviews into a water bottle, he's just an Australian champion that we'll never forget. Absolutely. And you have to think that the previous 48 to 72 hours might have taken his mind off the job fractionally by Mm. going to Canberra, accepting the Australian of the year award. But that being said, beaten uh, but not bowed. He paid tribute to those people in the stands that uh, have disabilities, and he will be a great advocate on that front. Uh, he mentioned Andy Murray, delivered a message to him, just showing uh, the rest of the world how far quad tennis has come in the eyes of, of superstars like Andy Murray. So he's done a great job in the world of tennis, and now his time has come to spread the word over the next 12 months. Yeah, good luck to Dylan in retirement. The super-fast charging all-electric Kia EV6, it's as silent as the critics. Find out more at Kia com slash au. After the break, we'll hear from AFLW docker Ange Stannett, who caught up with Carl Langdon and Mark Reddings earlier this week. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Great to have your company this Saturday morning. Mark Reddings filling in for Paul Hazelby with me, Jimmy Williams, off the bench. A sports update for Novus. There's a Novus near you, 13-22-34. And aren't the AFLW Dockers flying? And earlier this week, Ange Stannett caught up with Carl Langdon and you, Mark Reddings. 5-8-38 to one one seven, holding the Magpie scoreless, Ange, in the second half. How are you? Yeah, feeling really good, guys. Thanks. Um, it was a brilliant, brilliant uh, start to the game, and it was nice for our our back line and, and team as a whole to be able to hold them to that many points at the end. Yeah. Now, just uh, tell me about uh, the game up until half time because it's pretty even. You'd kick 2 3 15, there was 1 1 7. At that point, uh, it was obviously a bit of a battle, right? Yeah, absolutely. When you're going into this one, that uh, Collingwood a quality side, so it was going to be a bit of a grind. Um, but I think our pressure right from the start, and, you know, we we're feeling pretty good going into half time. Our legs are feeling good, so. We just knew that we needed to keep applying that pressure and, and the game would open up at some point, and thankfully it did. Yeah, well, Collingwood's lowest ever score, full stop. So that's seven points. That's a remarkable performance by your defence. Uh, but the captain of the club, Hayley Miller, 19 disposals, two goals. Uh, Kiara Bowers, 26, five clearances. They were at their absolute best again. They absolutely were. And I think they've been doing that all season, you know, so it's nice to be able to get them on the footy and... You know, we can expect that from them every single game, but I think it's so good for them to be able to get that recognition. Jem Houghton's having a few shots. She's been a bit inaccurate uh, so far this season, hasn't she? She uh, probably should have a hell of a lot more goals than what she's got. Oh, look, we've got seven players running through that forward line, so a lot of the work that Jem does, applying the pressure that she does, and, you know, one week it might be her game, next week it might be someone else's, so... We back Gemma in every single game to, to really make an impact. And whether she gets the gets goals or not, we know that she's she's playing a role out there for us. You've got plenty of the footy yourself. 16 disposals, fourth best for your team today. How's the feeling amongst the group? Right now you're four from four and you're sitting on top of the competition table. Yeah, look, feeling, feeling in the group's really good, actually. We've, um, it's been a, you know, a challenging couple of weeks. Um, obviously on the road at the moment. And I think it's, it's so incredible the way that our group is able to put aside whatever's happening off the field and, and be present and be entirely there when we train and when we play. And 
like we have a lot of fun as a group off the field and we have a lot of fun on the field as well. Um, so it's so good for us to be able to get a result like that on the road. Um, but obviously, you know, we, we'll put that side, that one aside and we'll look to round five and, and what, what holds what Bulldogs hold for us there. Well, I suppose it's still part of round four, isn't it? Because they added those a couple of additional games. So you're going to have a shorter break. So how many girls do you think uh, might get a chance to have a rest? We had a chat to your coach uh, the other day and he suggested that he might rotate a few players in if he got the chance. Uh, how did the rest of the team pull up? Yeah, again, it's, it, we're in a quite a good position that we have, you know, 29-odd girls here that are fit and, and ready to go. Our players that maybe didn't get a game today, are, are ready to jump in at any point. So I think we're really lucky in that, in that sense. Um, but, yeah, we're well aware that it's going to take the full 29 to get us through to the end of the season. So whether that means, you know, one week a few players are rested, it means that they'll be nice and fresh for us to come out hot the next week. Four from four, pretty good start to the season. Well, perfect start to the season, actually. The Dockers going really well. Don't let your old windscreen end up as landfill. Call Novus Class 13 22 34. More from Ange Stannett after this. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Great to have your company on this Saturday morning. Me, Jimmy Williams, with Mark Reddings filling in for Paul Hazelby off the bench. And earlier this week, Mark Reddings and Carl Langdon had a chat with AFLW Docker and Stannett after their perfect start to the AFLW season, four from four. And, Ange, I'm just looking at some vision after the match. Uh, is it Emma Driscoll who's decided to become a circus <laughs> performer? Talk us through it. Absolutely, yeah. But it's become a bit of a trademark for us, um, Driscoll's backflip. Uh, we love her energy. We love what she brings to the team. So, you know, if we can keep getting the WWs, I'd love to keep seeing those backwards happening. Oh, they're great to watch on replay. And the other thing I saw on social media briefly today, Ange, I'm not sure if it's Emma involved here as well, but uh, a couple of your players uh, on the, was Emma, yes, on the um, recorder, and there was some singing happening, <laughs> and there was a suggestion that both of those players in that said video have lost the plot in a joking manner. Yeah, of course. Now nah, we're having a lot of fun over here, making the most. Um, of the time that we can spend together. And I think, you know, this time that we're away, we're only going to get closer as a group. But I think that we should definitely be making a SoundCloud for Frio Dockers AFLW so that these songs can be put up somewhere for everyone to listen to. What do you well, reckon? Uh, no, I thought it was uh, entertaining. And it looked like uh, the, the ladies' concern were having... It was Emma O'Driscoll, and who was the other player? Laura Pugh. She is a legend on the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Three stuff, but good stuff. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, I must say, my daughter pulled out the recorder because she's heading back to school uh, tomorrow. So uh, school's cranking up once again over here. You obviously be aware that the West Coast St Kilda game has been cancelled because of COVID. Uh, a number of the Eagles girls have, have contracted COVID, and I know you've been going at great lengths, your club, to try and stay away from that. must be really hard, though. Yeah, we're definitely trying to put in restrictions, obviously, if we can get as many players as possible to stay fit and healthy. That's, that's the plan because it will just give us the best shot for fielding um, the team that we want, you know. So we're doing everything we can to stay safe over there. And it's really unfortunate for the Eagles girls um, who have got COVID. Obviously, we hope that they recover well. Um, but, yes, I guess it's just going to be like that for the season, you know. And although WA is pretty COVID-free at the moment, um, we're probably going to be pretty strict on what we can do, regardless of when we get home or whether we're here in Melbourne, just try and stay as safe and and healthy as possible. And Stannett there speaking with Carl Langdon and Mark Reddings earlier this week on Sports Day. Skeet, that's all we've got time for. Great to have your company on this Saturday morning. We will see you again next week. 
It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.